Well, dude, how are you? How have you been? Are, um, you said that you're you said that you're about to travel soon. Where are you going? Yeah, uh, Monday we go to Pennsylvania. Really? That's where Elliot's from. That's boring. You remember the little cows that I've shared uh, outside? Oh, of the, tiny the little house? the little mini cows with the fur. Yeah. Wow, is that his family's cows? No. Oh, it's this like Amish family. Man, I would have never let him live that down. If yeah, that was no. Like, cause he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Like, he's like cool, like in like a, you know, in like a hip kind of way. Yeah. Let me find out. You got some <laughs> hairy cows at <laughs> <No>. the house. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> They're Longhorns at uh, it's just an Airbnb we found like two years ago. Yeah. And we've stayed there every time we. Well, there's not a lot of options That's in this great. town. Yeah. First of all, but what town is it? Pine Grove. Pine Grove. Pine Grove, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is not far from where I used to live. Um, I think if I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken, it's like three, four hours from New York. Uh, maybe. Maybe not where. He- I mean, it's a big state. It's yeah. square, right? So like, if it's on the western side of the state, then definitely not. But like right. Philly, I think was like. I think he's he. It's closer to Philly. Really, the major city or like Hershey. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? I heard. Yeah, that's where people go. Like when I was a kid, that's where people would drive to go to go to like Six Flags or whatever. Oh. Do they have a Six Flags there? There's like stuff there. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. everyone goes. I think it's called. Dang, there's a there's a theme park, an amusement well, park there. I think there. Hershey. I may be wrong. Like the chocolate. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, that's where yeah, it is. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. Okay. It is, but there's a theme park. I'm I'm a hundred percent sure. I'm not ninety nine. I was gonna say ninety nine. I'm hundred percent sure there's a theme park uh in Hershey, Pennsylvania that a lot of people where I grew up uh used to go. How long you been with Elliot? Four going on five Ooh, years. So <laughs> I mean I'm just saying, like you know, where's the <laughs> um you guys talk about getting married and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going to get married? No you're gonna, idea. You're going to elope? That's a good question. For real? You Probably. think about it? Um, Grace and I talk about this stuff all the time. I don't really care to have like a ceremony where a bunch of people are there. I do want to celebrate with like close friends and family, maybe just like a reception. So reception only? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they call it a reception. It should just be like a party. It's just a party. Yeah. A yeah celebration. Yeah. Um, Have you thought about places? Like places you want to get married? No. Me neither. I ain't gonna lie. Grace <laughs> pressures I, me all the time. She doesn't pressure me. I, she'll listen to this, but it's not pressure. <laughs> but she'll be like, yeah. what do you think about this? And yeah. I'm, I'm always just like, Grace, it's fine. It's Honestly, fine. Um, it's weird. I never visualized my wedding like that. Like I was never like the type of girl that thought about a wedding what i did always visualize as being a mom really but yeah i would like to be married i just never i don't know you're like real particular that surprises me yeah that surprises me i would i would i would i would have assumed that you had like venue picked out no you know the the color palette that i mean what what we're gonna eat (laughs) i mean that would be easy like when the time comes but i don't have like i have no idea like what kind of dress or anything i haven't yeah that's cool what about elliot does he have any preference um like with what with the wedding like where are you gonna get married what kind of big wedding small wedding like grace and i actually got into an argument over this because she she was like i don't want a big wedding i'm like grace there's probably a lot of people that would want to like come and like just out of like you know well, yeah you guys you have a lot of friends you know what i mean i'm like grace i don't know i've met a lot of people over the years and you know i'm pretty cool with all of them so 
I don't, I don't, I'm not going to push for it, but like, I think there's some people that might want to come if we invited them. Yeah. And she's like, ah, you know, and we got into a dead ass argument over it. <laughs> I feel like with weddings though, people understand. Yeah. Like if they're not like a real friend of yours, mm-hmm. you know, like I think. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about though, honestly? I don't know. You know, I'm like kind of, I'm real philosophical in the sense like I just like bringing people together and like it would be cool to just have like a kick-ass party. Um, But it's fine. I think we're going to elope. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's her her thing. She's like, yeah, let's just go somewhere, a small ceremony. Yeah. And I heard, I'm cheap, I heard <laughs> that there's these resorts where if you get married on the resort and you have a minimum, if you meet the minimum number of guests, mm-hmm. then the then the the couple that's getting married, their stay is free. Oh, really? Yeah, you. it's like, oh, as long as 20 people come. Mm, I th- think I've heard that too. Yeah, I'm like, Grace, um, we need to look into that. <laughs> Yeah, one of Elliot and now my friends is a wedding planner. Really? And actually, uh, was it our first? No, our second. So our first date was a wedding in Spain Yeah, that I went to with him. And then our second date. What? Uh, yeah. Man, he. <laughs> yeah. Stop it, Elliot. And He's then, setting the bar so high for everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second date was, well, like date is like when we spent the most time together yeah, uh, was the Spain trip. And that's when we started dating after that trip. Got it. But then the next wedding we went to was a, like a destination wedding Yeah, where it was like super small. It was the, the woman though that got married, she's a wedding planner. So she does that all the time. Got it. For other people. So it was probably sick. Yeah, it was cool. Really? Well, actually it was tragic. So the setup of the wedding was on the beach and the tide oh, started no. to come in. Oh, no. I swear. It was no. so bad. No. Yeah. What? Like the water came up and like started moving the tables and the chair. It was so bad. And she was very upset. She well, didn't you, plan it. You're a wedding planner. You should have planned for that. It was the planner. Like she wasn't <laughs> the planner, you know, but she is a wedding planner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Can you but imagine? they moved it up to like a deck and then, but then it, it was a lot of fun it, but then it didn't look how it was supposed to no. look for the pictures or no. anything that's crazy yeah <sighs> it was okay for a while but then like during dinner it started to happen like yeah. people started shifting yeah and like their feet were wet and like yeah <sighs> how long have we known each other Dang. um about so, the I, same time that I, i've been with elliot really yeah i was just thinking that i'm like did i know you before you met elliot well I think we met I at that conference did. but i don't count that as like oh my gosh you what? were you were like, ugh, at that. You conference. always say that. I don't even remember uh, what you're talking about. Man, man, <laughs> I met the first time I met you. I like came in the back. I think I, I came in the back warehouse, and you, what? Were, yeah, at the conference, right? What co- what conference are you talking about? I feel like I met you at um, First Form headquarters, the old headquarters, and I don't know if it was like. Was it? No, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a, no, it wasn't a celebration or something. It was phase something. one. Oh, at, at, at over here? Yeah, um, it was station. At, yeah. See, I don't remember that. The fr- what I remember is walking in the back of the warehouse, you were like, and, and I don't know what that event was, but like, I just remember um, like seeing you and maybe recognizing you from the first mm-hmm. time and you just had this this RBF that was so crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't want to talk to her then. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, what I remember is 
just like when I started working at First Form. Yeah. Because you started like a month before me. And yeah. I we started um, connecting on social before that, like really? right before I moved there. Because yeah. I think whoever... We must have known. Yeah. Like yeah. you guys knew. And so a bunch of people from headquarters like followed me and yeah. whatever. Dang. So how would you describe... Um, you know, our friendship uh, as it's evolved over the years. For real. How would I describe like when it? I, I, think, I feel like <clears throat> we've grown really close and it's cool and mm -hmm. you've played a big role and we'll get to that. You've played a big role in like Omen and everything we have going on now. Um, yeah, but like <clears throat> sometimes I, I kind of ro romanticize my life. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, you know, create the story of you know mm -hmm. and and so like yeah in your head like what's the story of how do we get here why are you why are you on the podcast right now you know aside from everything that you've done for omen but yeah um well i always say and like think yeah that i'm like one of your closest friends yeah um i feel like we have grown in life a lot too and like gone through a lot of like drastic changes. life changes oh, yeah. like separate but also joint mm -hmm. because I like became a part of yeah. your dream and helping you with your dream became like how I started <laughs> my dream so yeah. um but I think it's been really cool like I it's your our friendship is unlike any other friendship I think I've ever had um I think it's cool yeah huh well, that was a short story. I mean, <laughs> nah, it's okay. It was nice though. When I when I first when I first met you, you're so competitive. Oh my god, you're competitive. I, well, yeah, but I win, so like it's never an issue. <laughs> it's, it's, it's when you're when you're competitive and you win all the time. There's nothing to be mad about. But like, oh, okay. But there's but there's bumps, you know. Like you're so competitive on the low, and you don't really admit it to anybody. And I was good at my job and you were still like acclimating to it. You're an engineer, right? By mm -hmm. trade. So like you, you quit this job as an engineer, moved to St. Louis, um, similar to me. I moved to St. Louis from someplace else. And then you get there and you know, I'm kind of like, this is, this is a job that I was made for, you know? Right. So I just step in and yeah. it was good. And I then, was not. And you, yeah, you were. <laughs> so, so like here I am, I'm like trying to like team up with you uh, yeah. essentially. I was hesitant. And you were like, Screw this guy. All right, screw this guy. He's an asshole. You know, he's walking around. He's got this chip on his shoulder. And yeah. it was so funny. That was the kind of energy I think that we started with. But also, I think we we became friends really quickly. And so there there was also, there was like that dichotomy where like at work, it was like, screw this guy. But really, that's my only ally right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were in that room for like almost a year. I know. Together. So, so that like, room was crazy. Long days. Yeah. Yeah. So that was insane. Seema and I used to, um, we used to work at the same company, First Form. And um, yeah, back in the day, I mean, a lot of you guys might know of First Form now. And it's like this big company, uh, you know, they've got this incredible headquarters, you know, a couple building complex. And but when we started working there, oh, my gosh, there was only like yeah. eight, eight people in the department. But we were like 
crammed into this like one conference room basically and uh, it was like a separate building from the main building yeah it was a separate building next to i mean this place was so cramped that by the time we moved out of it like we would rather just like go outside and walk laps around or the building all day or sit in our car we had to park our car close to the building so the wi-fi yeah. would connect like it was crazy and so you know, as you might imagine, in a in a setting like that, um, it's really easy to sort of get on people's nerves, but also like get to know people really well. Yeah. Um, and that was that was fun. It was yeah, actually it was. it was really a lot of fun. Every, everybody hated it at the time, and mm -hmm. I think, you know, that's actually something that I'm I'm getting really good at. Um, I'll say is that. <clears throat> My, one of my favorite cocktail bars and cigar lounges in town is called Brennan's. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been upstairs in Brennan's? Not upstairs, no. So when you go upstairs in Brennan's, you, first of all, you walk all the way back. It's really cool. You walk all the way to the back and you like think you're going to the kitchen and then there's this door and then you, you go in and, and there's a, stair, a really narrow staircase. And on the stairs, it says these, like on, there's one word on, on several stairs, but it says these are the good old days. Mm. And I always think about that when I'm talking about this, but I'm getting really good at like reminding myself, like when I'm on my way to work or whatever, that like, I'm going to look back on these days and be like, yeah. man, that was so fun. You know, even though it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. I always <laughs> think, you know, that song, you're going to miss this. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that country song. like pops up in oh, my yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. going to want this back. <laughs> yeah. I already know. Yeah. Um, but like I, I learned that uh, by reflecting on like our time at, mm -hmm. at old HQ. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, For sure. I yeah. think that, yeah. You think that what? Well, you would think that like going to a bigger, much better mm. space, mm. but I immediately miss the old I know. The old ways. I know. Especially because as soon as, so we moved, to put it in perspective, guys, I, I'm i going to misquote the, the, um, like the square footage, but we moved from a warehouse and office space. Well, really, let's just say the office space. I think we had like maybe 5,000 square feet of office space. And then we moved into a building that had like 50,000 square feet of office space. So um, it went from really cramped to like just really spacious. And then we exploded, hired a whole bunch of people. And now we got all these new people here and all the, the all the OGs were like, man, who are all these young bugs? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, was, that, was, that was interesting. It, it was. It taught me a lot though. Like I actually, I didn't enjoy every part of the process, but um, like watching the growing pains of like a company that, mm -hmm. you know, was relatively small to a company that is now like what most business people would consider medium size, but what most regular people would consider very big, yeah. you know, a couple hundred, several hundred million dollars in annual sales. Um, that was really cool. And I didn't enjoy every part of the process, but I did learn a whole lot, especially about scaling culture, you know, because whoo. Mm -hmm. We had some we had some struggles scaling the culture. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So okay, yeah. so we so we moved to we moved to the new H, uh, HQ and and Seema and I stayed close like honestly this whole time. Um and it's interesting cuz our role was technically sales. Um but you like naturally progress at like like I just remember being so annoyed <laughs> about like your emails like you know what i mean like <laughs> how pretty they were yeah <laughs> like like for real like we all had to do the same stuff mostly we were making sales calls um so on the phone but we would 
we would manage these Facebook groups and send emails and like all, all spreadsheets. Yeah, spread. Oh my gosh, and spreadsheets. And truly, like one of my greatest strengths as an operator is that I really have no. I have a lot of ego, but I have no ego when it comes to like stealing, like learning what other people are good at. You know that. So mm-hmm. like when I first started. Um, I would identify like, oh, this person's good at this. This person's good at this. This person's good at this. And then I would just go to them and be like, man, you're really good at this. Can you show me how you do it? Mm-hmm. And everybody, of, of course, I, I don't know why people are so scared to ask for help because most people will help you. But everybody gives me their skills. I learn it, take it. And now I'm better than all of you because I have I have strengths from I have strengths from everybody. Like I literally. But Seema had this one skill that. It honestly intimidates me more than anything is trying to learn like to express creativity and, you know, all like technology. I think I spent too much time in prison. So like technology just, you I are just, very yeah, behind. I just, I just don't want to do none of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, how most people, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, how most people when they're like, Hmm, Google. I wonder, yeah. right? Like, like they just want to Google anything. Exactly. You will literally text me a question. Like, why don't you just Google it? I know. I know. But most people, when they wonder, like, I wonder how many people are in the city of St. Louis. They're like, I would just sit here and literally wonder it. <laughs> you can find out. It's called the internet. But the answer is available. And it doesn't even occur to me to Google it. Um, but yeah, so you had this skill, though, that... I identified, but like, I really couldn't learn. And it was, um, you know, your emails look so damn good. Like your Facebook group, you would create all these graphics and you were so organized and you had all these spreadsheets and, uh, yeah. And, and it's funny because those ended up being transferable. So like once, once I left first form, you left for how long, how long ago was it? Like how far, how long after it was it that you left? Um, not long, not long. Because You're like, man, my my best friend left. Yeah. I'm going with him. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. <laughs> um, yeah, I try. I like moved into a different kind of role. Yeah, and tried it, and then I think it was like four or five months, maybe six. I left in October. Got you it. left in June. I left in June. You left in October. So really, it wasn't that long. Yeah, yeah. it was four. Oh man, four what's one of the what's what's one of the the best lessons that you learned from your time at first form because i learned a lot i learned a lot i wouldn't be who i am without without that's a tough question yeah i don't think i can say one thing okay Um, well what's something that comes to mind i think every single thing that i learned and experienced and did at first form (laughs) has helped me like i would not it's weird because i always imagine myself just like being a mom I always imagine myself being a boss of some sort like what I mean by that is like at the time I don't think I knew it was like an entrepreneur but it was just like I didn't work for anyone Mm -hmm. um but I never I don't think I ever had like the courage or the drive or the uh encouragement to like go out and actually do it And without first form and that experience and the people I met there too, and also people that left before me and seeing if they could do something like that, I can certainly do something like that. Yeah. But. Yeah, you were scared. I I honestly was ready to leave probably. Yeah, earlier. Yeah, which I I told you. Yeah, yeah, a lot earlier. But it was um, terrifying. Why do you think it is that people like get that itch and they just don't pull the trigger? 
Because you you did it. You justified it for like For me, months. though, to be honest, like yeah. I have a lot of bills. Like I have a lot of debt yeah. uh, from student loans. So Yeah, that engineer life ain't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not even using it and I have all these all these payments but yeah um that is the main I mean obviously too if you're unemployed you can like not pay those things but yeah. it was I think the fear of which is a fear I had to overcome of letting people down which I just heard recently yeah um mainly my parents yeah uh I have an older brother that I'm, we don't have a great relationship, but we used to, and he, like, we were like this great family where we were both like, you know, going to college and doing all the things. And then I'm not going to tell his story, but he decided to take a different route. And I always felt like I couldn't, um, stray from the plan that like my parents expected of me because they had already kind of been let down by my older sibling. So I felt like I had to just be the best I could yeah, and that they would be disappointed if I didn't do something a certain way, which was not actually the case. Every time I've done something, they've admired like that I do it. Really? Yeah. Because I was, I would think that they were probably a little bit uneasy about you quitting your job as an engineer. Oh, 1000%. (laughs) But they also, but by the time you have finally won them over, then you probably thinking like, Oh shoot, what if I leave now? Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, um, yeah, my, my, my dad, uh, really, wants me to be an engineer really still yeah oh man he he, still he's like you know i I saw these environmental (laughs) engineering jobs you know whatever i'm like i got an opening (laughs) i'm good uh it's nice to have the degree yeah um but yeah i just everything that i have done though has led me to where i'm at like the time i spent in college the timing of when I worked at the engineering job, the timing yeah. of, I was fired from that job. I didn't quit that job, by yeah, the way, yeah. which is the first time I was ever fired from a job. That yeah. was terrifying. And so I was like pushed out of yeah. that job. I hated it and I wanted to leave. Yeah. So it worked out and I got unemployment and everything. It was so crazy. Oh. Like, it was terrifying. Like I had never been fired. <laughs> really? And then like going to an unemployment office, like oh, yeah. just, just yeah, that's not the- really like ever i just never expected any of that to happen yeah it's crazy though Dang. how life works so like, you went from being on unemployment to yeah y- well yeah. it was only like a month yeah. before yeah but my to, coach at the time that was working out first form like asked if i had thought about working there and then i started the process of you know getting into the job at first form so yeah do you feel like you had to like <laughs> earn your confidence back at all after you got fired <sighs> Like, cause I feel like I would be devastated if I got fired. Yes. 1000%. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Like. Maybe that um, has something to do with why, like when you first got at first form, like you just weren't that confident. Like you just. Well, confidence is actually something that I have always struggled with. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Which I don't think that is like apparent to people. At least that's what I hear from like friends. Yeah. People always think I'm confident. Yeah. I would I would give you that. Like you come off as I mean, somebody I just, who's confident and secure in themselves. Now I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always been like a battle 
Was that like, let's say, was that, uh, is that even comparable to like one of the top, you know, let's say three most devastating sort of personal experiences that you've had as an adult? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. professional, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was never fired from a job ever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Ever like being rejected like that, I was never even dumped. Man, I always into the relationship, <laughs> like it was bad rejection, like, yeah. and it was like caught me off guard. Like, it was a Friday, they called me into the conference room, and it wasn't like I had a warning before I was fired. Really, it was interesting though, because I was kind of recruited into that job. Yeah, my first job was so fun. I used to work as a um education specialist at a recycling yeah. facility. Basically teaching people about education or about uh, recycling. Yeah. Yeah. Doing tours and planning events. Man, when and you it was, did that at first one, my that was so annoying. I, <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah. See when you used to run around the office being like, make sure you recycle that. I would just I, pop up yeah, like recycle sure. that. That's recyclable. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that was really fun. And then the engineers that designed the landfill at that county job. Yeah. The CEO at the time was the one who was like fond of me. Mm -hmm. Well, he recruited me into the job with an understanding that like I had not done engineering ever. Yeah. Like I have a degree in it, but I don't know what I'm doing. But I've like, never done it. Yeah. No, you have to teach me this stuff. And so in that job, it was always a struggle because I didn't know anything. Yeah. And no one was really training me all the time. It was like I would have to ask, which I had no problem asking questions, but I was literally asking a question Every five minutes yeah. and everyone's working on their own stuff. It's not like someone was, you know, sitting with me and showing me how they to do this. to train yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just a struggle the whole time. Um, and it was cool because I really liked where I lived. Downtown yeah. Savannah was amazing. And that's where I like really fell in love with fitness and got into first form and all that stuff. That's where all that happened. Yeah. So there was a place for it. But good things happening in life. Yeah. And they called but you the into job. the conference room and what? set me down <laughs> you know oh what i was gonna say was the guy that recruited me had stepped down oh so there was a change so there was no in, blanket for you yeah so i don't think that anybody ever really wanted me to be there as much as he did got it so once he stepped down and there was a new ceo from that point it was always like i knew that they were trying to kind of get rid of me or yeah. you know not help me do better basically yeah um so yeah, they sent me down and said, you know, it's not working not out. Not working out. I was oh, like, oh man. I was like, wait. So what are you saying? Like, <laughs> I like didn't understand. Like, you're firing me. Like, okay. Wow. So I just, I kind of, I was shocked. Yeah. I was definitely shocked. I cried for like five minutes. Yeah. I walked out of the office though. I didn't take any of my stuff because it was a small office. It was like five other people there, but. I told them I would come back and get my stuff. I'm not about to pot, pack up a box like in movies, you know, like when you get fired, I was uh, not going to do that. Yeah. So I was You're like, too proud. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll come back. Yeah. But I cried my eyes out because I was just like freaked out. I had my own car. I had my own apartment. I had all these bills. I had a dog. I had Bella at that point. Like, how am I going to take care of all this stuff? Uh, like, what are my parents going to think? Like, yeah. Um, first people I call is my mom and dad. And it was so funny. My dad, um, Trying to make me feel better, I think. But he was like, he said, fuck them. He was like, 
it's Friday. You don't have no job. I was like, what? You ain't got shit to do. I literally made a joke out of it. He was like, just enjoy the weekend. Like, enjoy the week. Like, you'll no figure way. it out. Apply to more unit. Yeah. It was That's awesome. super. Good for him. Yeah. It was great. Good for him. They both were just like, Dang. you'll find something better. So. Well, I, I mean, that's I, I'm I'm super impressed because you went from like being rejected like that. And I, I don't know, man, that would really that would really probably mess me up, probably mess most people up. And you went from that. And then I watched you go to, you know, being rejected and then taking a job where you start at like, I don't know, thirty thousand dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then working your way back up to being like a six figure earner. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I think most people. This is something that I talk about in my like career experience a lot. And I use numbers sometimes just to accentuate the point. But I think most people, when they think about like becoming a six figure earner and making a hundred thousand dollars or whatever, um, like when they get to that point, that's where they feel like secure and mm-hmm. like, oh shoot, all right, cool, I'm good, I'm gonna chill right here. Mm-hmm. And what, even though it took you forever, and even though you were being a big chicken, um, and you experienced the same hesitation and fear and all these things that most people do. What's really impressive is earning back your, your own, you know, earning your swagger back, so to speak, and becoming confident again, earning, like literally earning back your income and Mm -hmm. becoming a six figure earner again, and then having the courage and the, you know, to be like, Oh, I'm going to give up this, that most people would like literally just chill with forever. They would never leave that job. Oh, and it's a Let's just be honest. Like our job was not that hard. Like it I mean, wasn't. It was cushy, especially at the end for me. It was. Really it was cushy, yeah. exactly. So they're paying us, overpaying us for what we're doing, and having the courage to leave, um, which is really cool. So, so what gave you, like, what really, at the last moment, what gave you the courage, the confidence to confidence to leave and, and do your own thing? Like, was there like a, you know, I don't know, like a, a tipping point where you're like, or did you like? Because there's probably a lot of people listening that are like, oh, I really want to do this, but I, I have this job. And and that's the million dollar question is like, when do I make the leap to start my own business? Did you have like something predetermined or did you just spur the moment? Be like, all right, screw it. I'm going to go all in. Uh, it was premeditated. Really? Uh, yeah. Explain it to me. I had already like had the business set up and everything mm-hmm. like before I quit, you know, that I didn't think about all of that after the fact. Yeah. I think I started planning to leave probably a year before I left and even like saving and all that. Um, I probably still would have left if I wasn't with Elliot, but being with him, being helped. with him helped. Yeah, because Elliot makes good money. <laughs> he does. Um, yeah, and he also always, from the beginning, it's not that he was against first form. Yeah, but he always wanted me to do my own thing. Yeah, he told me that I just encouraging shouldn't you. have taken the job because originally I was going to start my own thing at that point when Got I was fired. It. Yeah. And I was like, I can't turn down this. Like, it, it was like a dream, yeah. you know? So I was like, I had to. And I don't regret it at yeah. all. Um, so, yeah. but yeah, I think that his encouragement, um, seeing other people, like you leaving, I think helped tremendously because um, I never thought you were going to leave, first of all. Like, yeah. I don't know. That that was crazy. Yeah. Like, I was always the one that was going to leave, on the <laughs> verge of leaving. <laughs> you know, like, it was never you. And I think that 
um yeah i go from zero to 100 real quick yeah. <laughs> yeah and i and i think that seeing you do that and also other people yeah because it wasn't just you yeah, a couple people i admired people that will just make a crazy life change like that yeah without i mean of course you think about it but it's like you'll figure it out yeah, like yeah. figure it out so I almost quit multiple times, but I was always Scared? encouraged to stay. Oh, really? <laughs> so I yeah. never actually left. So yeah. how I had to do it the last time was I had to like do it virtually. I literally had to drop my stuff off. I don't even know if I ever told you this. I think no, I did. No, I've never heard this. I dropped my laptop and my everything off. Yeah. And I emailed uh, my... Superior? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, And told them that I was... I was done and I was not coming back. Like I was not stepping foot back in the building because I knew that they would, you know, would make it better. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were part of the yeah. team for a long time. Which yeah. I appreciated, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was time for me to go and I knew I would not mm. let them, mm. you know. So I did it that way and it was, uh, I felt bad Yeah. because they're my friends and I... And you feel like you owe them a little bit more than that. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to do what's best for yeah. you. Like, but I, I just had to do a clean break. Like, I know. Uh, I had to just like... And you already had a plan of what, you're, you, know, what you were going to do next? So not exactly. I still don't think I have like a solid plan. What do you mean? We talked about it yesterday. I gave you the plan. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's like constantly changing. Like yeah. I have all these ideas. Like I know what I want mm -hmm. my business to be. Mm -hmm. But um, I didn't know exactly what all I would do. And I still have plans to incorporate like even fitness again and yeah. stuff. Like there's all these things I want to do, but, um, is it cool walking around Omen and seeing like all this stuff that you did? It is. Omen is like a baby, like my child. <laughs> like, and I get so mad when people touch stuff and <laughs> like, you know that first, first, is it the first? So you've, you've what, like, let's just see what you've done. So you're our in interior designer. So, when when you walk into Omen, like everything, I, I mean, that's probably the number one compliment that I get um, on a regular basis is like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful in here. And I'm always like, well, I can't take any credit for it because <laughs> you picked out all the furniture. You went you, like, honestly, when we were getting ready to outfit Omen, I would just told Seema, like, here, just take my debit card and, you know, you just go do whatever you do. So she would go. It was so funny. Like we were, were shopping and stuff and we're in World Market. We bought mad stuff from World Market. Love them. Shout out. But, yeah, the uh, best. Yeah, the best. <laughs> Sponsor <laughs> me. A little expensive sometimes. <laughs> you know, no, actually what really burst my bubble is that at World Market, they have a great rewards program. But your first purchase, yeah. when you first sign up, you get like 20% off. And I think I wasted that on like a $100 purchase. And yeah. then we go back spent and we like spent like five grand. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, I was so mad. But um, but anyway, so yeah, we would be out. And Seema's like, if you can picture, we're like walking in. <laughs> and she's just like, she'll pick something up, look at it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Set it back down, keep moving, look at, and we're picking, she's picking up like a mirror, you know, or like a painting or like a straw, you a know, random plate. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just so crazy. And she's just looking at it. And then <laughs> the most impressive part is we would get back to the coffee shop and we we're getting ready to like, you know, stage the place. And she's like, like she did, everything had a place and I'm like sitting there just mind completely blown. I'm like, how did she 
picture all of this and remember and this random trinkets that she bought and they all had a place to go. It was so impressive. But so uh, you're our interior designer. You staged um, the downstairs, the first floor, the coffee shop and um, and all four bathrooms that we have staged here. Um, you built our website. Was that the first website that you built? No, it was like the third. Third website? The, what, first, the first two for you? Yeah. Got it. So it was the first for someone else. Got it. So first time building a website for somebody. And I mean, it was a little bit. Hey, it did. And it do, was a rush. It did, it did do its job. Yeah. Like when we first, I mean, we were crushing right yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, so people didn't really care. They just wanted to support us anyway. Yeah. So you made it operable. But we had to circle back real quick and be like, hey, Seema. I've done it, what, four yeah. times now? Let's update it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're on, we're on version four of our website. Yeah. It's just going to keep getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you built our website. Um, you make all the graphics that we use for, like, making announcements on our Instagram page. So whether they're Instagram story or Instagram post graphics. What am I missing? Anything? Graphic or interior design, um, graphic design, and website. That's it. I think that's yeah. it. And that's pretty much the sum of what you do now. And yeah. I mean, is it going well? Like you got G-I-B-I-Y. Mm-hmm. I wore my shirt to the gym yesterday. You did? Oh, yeah. Why See, do you take a picture? So, ah, man, I'm not really doing the whole like fitness influencer thing anymore. Come like I'm, I'm tired of it. I don't care. Just there's take a picture in the shirt. There's something, that hits, there's something that something. hits different about like <laughs> being able to work out and yeah. not think about your phone. You I'm know? actually back to filming my workouts again. I mean, you do you, boo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I wore my G-I-B-I-Y shirt. So G-I-B-I-Y, is, it stands for what? Girl, I believe in you. All right, girl, I believe in you. Um, how the hell did you come up with that name? Um, it just came to me. Yeah. Honestly, though, it's something that, uh, like I mentioned, confidence. Yeah. I think believing in yourself and confidence go mm. hand in hand. Um, and I think I, I, I think I taught you something about belief. Yeah. I will claim this right now. <laughs> is that you know, you gotta. Sometimes, like I used to be in like a mentor sh- mentor role to a lot of people, and what I observed is that you have to sometimes believe in somebody before they believe in mm-hmm. themselves. You know, they yep. need somebody to believe in them first. So that's a that's a really mm-hmm. interesting thing. I like that. Uh, um, a lot of people don't believe in themselves, yeah. but women, I feel like, are harder on mm-hmm. themselves for sure. And there's so many roles that a lot of women have already, like. For me, I am older, yeah. but I do not have kids yet, you yeah. know, so making drastic decisions is a little bit easier because it's not like I have, yeah, so I understand it. It's hard yeah. if you're in a certain, you know, part of your life or stage in your life, but regardless, the belief has to be there. Has but like be. you said, GIBIY is not just the design. It's also like- It's a brand. The support. Yeah. I want it to be like a- a gang yeah. of women. That's what your shirt says. Exactly. It says G-I-B-I-Y <laughs> yeah. gang. Yeah, that yeah. shit's fire. Um, so, yeah, just encouragement. You yeah, know? and your business is going well, right? Like, so we're it past the, we're we're like, ah, you said you quit in October, so you're one one year removed. So I started it officially in January. Okay, so you started in January, so we're 11 months in to G-I-B-I-Y, and that first phase is tough. I think, what were we your first, we were your first client, right? Yes. Like paying client? Yeah. Um, well, there were like three at the same time, but cool. I mean, Grace but, and, oh, yeah, yeah. and MJ, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the friends, crew right here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're just showing support. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you're probably, but you're, are you officially out of the phase where you're like, where you're like, 
I hope this works. Like, you, do you know that it's working now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I actually, it's interesting mm-hmm. because I had no doubt that I would be able to do this. Oh, okay. Honestly. Yeah. But I, I knew that it wouldn't happen super quickly. Yeah. So I expected it. Some people, though, in my life um, don't always remember that things take time, you know? Yeah. So, like, it's hard to just remind someone of that, someone that is on the sideline yeah, and not actually in it Be or like, have hey. ever even done it. Like, like, have hey, you ever even... There's some, there's some uh, environmental engineer jobs yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. also, have you ever <laughs> built something? Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Like... I have to make sure I'm paying attention to and listening to people that have built something before yeah. to understand like how long it actually takes. So being realistic. Yeah. Um, but also I never doubted that. Is, is there anybody in particular that you like look to, to learn from, you know, like I look to Andy, let's say mm-hmm. like I learned from him. There's a lot of conflicting approaches and 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 a lot of times they're all from credible people like is there somebody that you look to primarily as like all right let me you know let me watch what they're doing even if you don't know them personally mm-hmm. like well Andy is someone that has taught me a lot too yeah um but I would say there's this I don't even know how to pronounce it there's yeah. this one brand that I follow um it's a very similar they do branding for women yeah Um, the woman, the owner, she didn't go to school for design just like me. Yeah. She's self-taught. She just kind of fell into it and fell in love with it and started doing it. And now she has this huge, uh, I say huge, I don't necessarily know the numbers of it, but it's big enough. Um, and like her website and the, the style of design, like all of it. I you look up to yeah oh that's fire yeah hell yeah she's like uh the I say she but the brand that I follow is just the actual business you yeah know? but she's the the main person that's always yeah. posting and stuff okay so now that you're you're out of the initial phase of entrepreneurship where you've taken the leap you left your great job you know to like really see if you can build something for yourself and you're and now you're you're at a point where you know like okay this is working and this mm-hmm. is enough to support me and my lifestyle and like what is um what are some of the the biggest <clears throat> Like the things now that you are able to do that maybe like you were hoping for when you had a job, right? Like, so I don't know, like some people like, granted, you don't have to answer to anybody else, but I also know that like you travel a lot, Mm -hmm. like, like, give me, give me like life after career and as an entrepreneur and specifically it's interesting because me and you are, um, on polar opposite ends of the spectrum here as far as the kind of entrepreneurs that we are, because I'm building like a brick and mortar Mm -hmm. sort of thing that I need to be at every single Mm -hmm. day. And you're able to work a hundred percent remote from anywhere. So like talk about the kind of freedom that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never want to be stuck somewhere. Um, I don't like being put in a box for anything. Don't say that I'm like, anything yeah. one way because I'm I oh feel my god like, I do that to her all the time yeah, too don't. you fucking hate it okay because yeah. <laughs> I'm not one way like uh-huh. you know I like what I like I don't like what I don't like <laughs> yeah. that may not you know make me this or whatever so anyway I like to be free yeah 
And um, my boyfriend, Elliot, he is remote 100%. He's always been that way. That's how I've always like known him. Yeah. So it's not like, actually, I lied. When I first met him, he's been remote, but he worked a lot more when yeah. I first met him. That's why we didn't like start dating yeah. right away. Um, but that freedom is something that I always wanted because if we were both remote, which is very rare yeah. for two people to not be tied down. I think it's down, becoming more and more common though. Yeah. Well now. Yeah. Um, that we could do anything you and live travel. anywhere. Yeah. That is the main goal. I do not want to have anything that makes me stuck. <laughs> um, but cool. Um, dude, I, 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 I can't, I can't express how you know, grateful I am not only that you're in my life, but you know, that you're a part of this vision and this dream that is, is sort of materializing in front of my eyes, you know, with Omen and, and, and it wouldn't be here without you. Um, I guess my last question for you is like, do you have any like big goals? Like what's a big goal that you're working towards? I want to, I want to hear it so I can, you know, so I can help. (laughs) I typically, uh, what? You don't share your goals? I, I, I You better will. share it. Yeah, what is I it? I was going to say, I typically yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, well, I think first, a lot of people, when I say what I do, they say, oh, so you're like a freelancer. And Disrespectful. That makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> because while I am, yeah. sure, technically, that is not what I'm building. Like, mm-hmm. my goal for GIBIY is to be an agency, like a design yeah. agency where... I have hopefully all females just because that's. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, it's called Girl, I Believe in You. It doesn't have to be all females, but. um, Don't be discriminatory. It's not like I work with male, obviously, Uh you know. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, the goal is to be an agency where there's web designers, there's uh, brand logo design, there's interior. I have a whole team of people like. Obviously, with Omen, I did everything, like drilling the holes into the wall. Like, I want to get to a point where I have a whole team of contractors that I have. And, Mm. you know, I'm not really designing anymore. I review and I go over the initial plan and the view that the client has. And I'm like the boss and I have people that do all that stuff probably better than me. Yeah. Um, So that's the goal there for business. Um, I also want to incorporate fitness aspects, uh, into GIBIY. It's going to be like a separate branch Hmm. kind of, um, like in what capacity? Mostly just like workout, like an online thing. Yeah. Like, um, you know, programs, not where I'm coaching, because uh, I've been there and done that, and I don't really want to do that anymore. Yeah. But I do enjoy like workouts and writing my own workouts. So that's still a passion of mine. Um, something that I've found is that I feel like, and maybe it's just me, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like my brain is like a 3d printer, you know, mm. like, and <laughs> no, for real. Like, like I, I start off like thinking of a direction mm-hmm. and like, I remember talking to Jack at, at 1P being like, yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, build this coffee shop and I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. And it was like very fuzzy. I didn't know what the coffee shop was going to be or where mm. it was going to be mm. or what we were going to do or the concept or the message or any of that stuff. I just like was like, yeah, the coffee shop, this, this. And I have these different, you know, 
lead generators and complementary things. Um, and I, I just sort of start working in that direction without knowing like what the actual end goal is. But then as I, as like the actual, as the vision sort of gets clearer and clearer in my head, it's almost like as it gets clearer and clearer in my head, because I've already been working in the direction by the time it's clear, Mm -hmm. it's actually the thing that's right in front of me, you know, which is a, a weird thing, but I've found that, painting the picture for people as off at every opportunity. I just take every chance I get to like tell people what I'm going to do. Not only does it like add a layer of like accountability, cause now I just told everybody mm-hmm. that I'm about to do it, but it's almost like their, their ability to see it and believe in it, like makes it more real, you know, mm-hmm. it just speeds up the process yeah. of it actually happening. So, cause I used to be really self-conscious about like sharing my goals with people um, but like now I'm just like, yeah, man, this is what I'm going to do. And, and like, not only that, but probably cause I asked you earlier, like the biggest lesson you learned at first form, I probably should ask you biggest lesson you've learned since starting GIBIY. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to hear that in a second. But, um, but one of the, the biggest things that I've learned, um, since leaving my career and then like going back into entrepreneurship is before I had this, like this, this. I describe it to the guys as toxic individualism where I was just like, no, I have to do it on my own. I have to make every decision. I have to micromanage, you know, that's how I was as a leader too. Mm -hmm. Um, But now like I'll paint this picture and what I've, what I've, that's, that was kind of the first step because that opens the door for people to then make a comment. And when they make a comment, sometimes they come in the way of suggestions or like other ideas. Mm -hmm. And the process has sped up so fast. It's moved so much faster than it could have ever possibly moved if I was making all the decisions or coming up with all the ideas. So there's like, you know, there's a ripple effect that happens after you share your goals with people that like, honestly just opens the door to even faster progress it gives people an opportunity to contribute either in the way of ideas or being like oh i can i know somebody that does that or i can do that for you so yeah don't be fucking self-conscious yeah i think something i struggle with too that i'm gonna have to get over is letting go of stuff like oh yeah i'm very particular yeah so like when it does come to hire which I hopefully will be doing yeah. next year. It's going to be tough for me yeah. to give that role to someone and trust them fully with it. Like that's really hard for me to do. I, I honestly think that I'm the same way and I would rather be understaffed than have somebody here that's not doing it the way it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. Um but I honestly think that what I just touched on is sharing, painting the picture, sharing the vision and the goal and the message and all this stuff um, is actually essential to attracting the kind of people that you want to work for you. Mm-hmm. Because like Lau, Lau's a gem, mm-hmm. you know, but I got and Brian, he's a gem. Like these, the people that are volunteering to help or contribute to my vision, it's because they see it and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, I want to be a part of that, yeah. too. Um, and then not only that, but what you'll find is in the beginning, you're going to need people to work for probably less than their worth. Mm -hmm. And the only people that will work for less than their worth 
are people who have an, another reason attached to why they're working for yeah. other than just the salary or the, or the pay. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So w- what's one of the biggest uh, lessons you've learned since? How are you maturing as an entrepreneur? You didn't even give me anything specific from first one. So I need something good. I need something. I, I need something I can write down. No, you were like everything I did at first form taught me. <laughs> it's true. I learned so much there. I know. Uh, I don't, okay, uh, let's backtrack because I, I think what I learned at first form mainly yeah. was how much I can actually do, like how hard I can actually work. Yeah. And if I can do that for someone else's dream, I can do that for mine. Okay. So I think that That's motivates me, like getting up at four, like I used to when I worked uh, at first form, why uh, can't I do that for my own business? Exactly. Like, why do I feel so inclined to do that for someone else's dream? Yeah. So that's probably the I actually asked Jack that one day. I'm like, isn't it interesting how people are willing to do things Mm -hmm. for other people that they wouldn't do for themselves? Yeah. You know what he said? What did you say, Jack? You're like, that's self-respect. They got more respect for that person than they do for themselves. I'm like, ooh, say it again. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Okay. Um, Okay, so entrepreneurship lesson. Yeah, or, or just life. Like, I'm learning about myself. Like, I had to learn, like, what you were just touching on is like, man, it's going to be really hard to let somebody else do some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really hard for me too. You know, you used to be on my, you know, my, <laughs> yeah. in my squad that I managed, but like, um, it's really difficult. But what you realize is four hands are better than two. Yeah. And, you know, like even if you're getting twice as much done and, and one of it's getting done a hundred percent and the other is 80%, you're still like 90% further than you would yeah. have been, you know? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, I think in life, the biggest thing, just this whole journey, uh, is, this is actually something that I learned from you too, which is annoying, but not to focus on the, uh, like the end goal. It's important to have the vision and the picture, but to really focus on what I can do every day like the journey, the yeah. process, yeah. fall in love with the process. Um, because that's so funny. I knew you were going to say that. It's so true though, <laughs> yeah. because that, that has been like, I feel like most of the time myself included and probably other people always think of this in spot that they're going to get to and how everything's going to be different when they get to that spot. Yeah. And it's never that way. Or you never get to that point. Like yeah. it just doesn't happen. Not because you didn't work hard enough. Maybe it just didn't work out. Like yeah. I thought I would be at first form forever. Yeah. Honestly, my goal was to grow in that company. And yeah, I never, if you would have asked me when I lived in Georgia and I was about to go work at first form, if I would be sitting here as an entrepreneur with my own business and still in St. Louis, by the way, I would have said you're insane. Uh, No. (laughs) No. So I think it is important to have the goals and the visions, but it's so important to learn how to fall in love with the process every day because that is the majority of your life. Like literally. Yeah. That is it. Learn to focus on the process rather than the outcome. You know, when that, yeah, it really is interesting how that, that concept works. Like for me, I feel like it's most valuable when you have a big vision because it's a big mountain to climb, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a big mountain to climb and you can just like, you can know where the, where the summit is, so to speak. And then just, and then just 
focus on climbing. That's that's powerful. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your story. And I really actually appreciate you more for just everything that you've done for Omen and um, the fact that you're here. The SEMA special is like our number one selling drink. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I remember when we were talking about you were like, I need some royalties on that. <laughs> <laughs> one day we're still going to let you. Uh... It's, it's, it's literally, the, it's literally the, the number one selling drink. One day. Uh, that's so funny, especially because I didn't even want to put it on the damn menu. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was yeah, like, man, I don't want this. I don't want this. Let's just call it what it is. It's a milkshake. No. <laughs> what? No, it is. Um, it's special that yeah. you put it on the menu. It is a special. It is, it special. is special. And it's so crazy because you, man, you know, that was honestly probably your most. What? Like, it's like, it, it's, if you had, if you hadn't been able to anticipate that someday you would have like somebody like me that's as close to you in your life as I am that owned a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. How much I love coffee and how I was showing it. Well, yes, but no, like what I'm trying to say is like, for those of you out there, it's a really important lesson in, in, in sort of marketing, but also like building a business. Like one of the most, like I'm in, I'm in a spot for the first time in my life. And I feel really good about it. Like I made a post yesterday that was just basically saying like, I can feel myself getting stronger. Like I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm playing at a level that I haven't played at before because I'm like making decisions today that like I don't even plan for anybody to even notice for like two years, three years from now. And it's interesting because what how I think about it is like planting a seed now that like the bamboo tree analogy that you have to water and you have mm -hmm. to take care of and you have to like be mindful of it. And it's not even going to sprout for another two mm -hmm. years. And then when it sprouts, it's going to grow really fast. Right. Well, like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm doing that. But what you did was you started branding this drink yeah, it's crazy. called the SEMA special, like mad early, like two, three years. Yeah. Like you were talking about this on social media for three years. You know who years. came up with that name too? No. Hannah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's Hannah my Hammes. yeah, that's my girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh we were in the drive-through at Dunkin', and it, I mean I always called it. I just didn't call it anything. I yeah. was like, you should get this drink, yeah, and this then drink. she was like, you should call it the Sema Special. And so from that point, I always called whatever my drink was the Sema Special. Yeah. Um, and it's actually really cool that you can order it here. It's a real drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But man, that's such a. It's almost like Andy with the buffalo hat. Mm -hmm. Like Andy started wearing yeah. this hat. See, I know a, what I'm doing. Had oh. a buffalo. Yeah, but you did it on accident. <laughs> yeah. You did it on accident. That's why. That's what I was starting to say. Is yeah. like if you had done that on purpose. I know that that is how you do it. Right. That's how you yeah. do it. You know. And when I see stuff like that, now that I'm like sort of playing that game where I'm trying to plant seeds that won't come to fruition for a couple of years. I'm like, I admire that so much. And like, we, you know, we kind of capitalized on it. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I appreciate you, man. Uh, anything. Okay. You so you're on social media, right? Mm -hmm. I want people to like, you know, be able to find you, especially the ladies out there that, mm -hmm. you know, feel like they can relate or resonate with your story. So uh, go ahead and like tell people where they can find you. Um, my personal Instagram mm -hmm. is just Seema Flozell, mm -hmm. C-E-M-A-F-L-O-Z-E-L-L. And the G-I-B-I-Y Instagram is just G-I-B-I-Y. Really? Yeah. Is it with the periods or no? Yeah. Okay, so G period. Yeah, I, it okay. is periods. So, um, but I think if you search it, it pops up. It's I'm an acronym. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, thank you so much. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and my website is. Yeah, for people that want to find it. I mean, if you need some, if you need some, uh, her portfolio, just go omencoffeeco.com. Yeah, (laughs) true. (laughs) All right, Uh, thank you. But yeah, appreciate you. Of course, I appreciate you.